2: likely that the fbi will want to speak with him especially since there's so much interest in this matter it's just there is a special process in place i mean number one he doesn't seem like he's listening to anyone's advice because (laughs) the video or the interview he gave with the bbc was awful that's a nightmare for him i mean my number one advice to him would be do not travel to the united states because if he remains in england i don't think that we would extradite him i think he could have special legal protections possibly sovereign immunity, which would extend to him as being a child of a head of state, it doesn't always protect people such as him, but it most likely would.
1: That is something. A lawyer giving legal advice on TV to Prince Andrew that I wouldn't travel to the United States because he might be arrested by the FBI. That's how, or at least questioned. Um, Well, man, it's, it's hard to imagine that he's not Dirty on this story, which makes him a child rapist, by the way. Whether he knowingly was a child rapist, God, though fifteen—that's what the the girl claims. You'd think you'd know that that's a kid. Uh, anyway, he got booted out of Buckingham Palace over the weekend, according to the the London Times. It was Prince William that went to the Queen and said, "We got to get this guy out of here." So they they kicked him out of his office, and he's no longer going to be staying there and working out of there. So he's kind of as out of the royal family as you can get. But what was that BS there that he might be immune because of uh, being the son of a head of state? I would hope we don't let child rapists walk the streets in the United States if their mom is queen or something. Or whatever. I don't even know what the relationships are, and I don't don't care to know. But uh, that's something. What a nut job. What a whole bunch of nut jobs. Just creep weirdo, just strange rangers that all need to be locked up. Well, of course, is Prince William's got kids. You don't want your kids around a guy who's a child rapist, working two offices down from you in Buckingham Palace, showing up to all the family events. Not to mention the way it looks, just so you wouldn't want him around your kids. I hope that story's not over. If he did what I think he probably was involved in, um, I hope he pays a price for it. Speaking of crimes and paying a price impeachment going on i know marshall's got a story on that on the bottom of the hour that democrats are working hard behind the scenes during this thanksgiving break to try to get keep impeachment on track they got two choices and i wasn't aware of this until the weekend of taking in all the all the news there are people inside and outside the party that are pressuring democrats do this right treat it like real impeachment oh do we have that clip we have the clip from uh, what's his name from Face the Nation, Jonathan Turley. Yeah, that yes, fits. Do. That that fits into this exactly what I'm talking about.
0: I mean, the Democrats have to decide if this if they want a real or recreational impeachment. A real impeachment means calling people like Giuliani and others to appear and then compelling them to appear. You can't create the, the period, the shortest period of investigation in history for an impeachment, and then impeach a president for failing to turn over documents in that period because he went to the courts if that is obstruction for president to seek judicial review in a conflict with congress then you could have impeached every living president particularly Barack Obama who made the same type of extreme interpretations when he refused documents and witnesses in fast and furious so you know we at some point adult supervision has to kick in here and we have to decide are we really trying to remove this president and if so the case has to be made
1: Right. So that's Jonathan Turley, who was on Face the Nation yesterday saying, Are they doing kind of a pretend impeachment or a real impeachment? Is this just what it looks like right now, where it's just an attempt to damage the president? Or is this a, is this a real attempt to get to the bottom of the story and boot a guy out of office because you think he did something? That, you know, falls under the category of uh, treason, bribery, high crimes, or misdemeanors. Because if you were doing the full Monty, if you're doing the full on, no, I take my constitutional duty very seriously. I don't care about anything else. It's about the American people with the teary eyed uh, Adam Schiff on Friday. If they actually feel that way, then you have to, you have to subpoena Rudy Giuliani and Bolton and mulvaney and wait for the courts to go through their thing and and bring them in and question them because that's the only way you're going to get to the bottom of this but if it's just a political maneuver if you just want to do the maximum damage to the current sitting president uh, leading into an election well then you do it this way you quickly uh, you you say ah eh, well we you know we could get the particulars from the White House but that would take too long we'll just vote now and send it to the Senate we know he, he's not going to get thrown out but that's fine we did the damage we did the damage we wanted and it makes it look more political I don't know how many normal people catch on to that but the the lawyer class actually catches on to that they understand what's going on here and I hadn't heard that argument to this weekend so there are some people in the Democratic Party apparently according to the reporting over the weekend that say no we got to do it right we got to do the whole thing. Who cares what the timeline is? That this isn't about timelines and whose campaign schedule it'll interrupt or anything. You do the whole trial. You bring in all the people. You question them. So there's that crowd. And then uh, you just came, came across this? Yeah, this was from earlier today on uh, CNN, a
3: Washington Post reporter talking uh, about the, the temperature among uh, Democrats re- regarding impeachment. I think what we're starting to see is, you know, when the impeachment inquiry was first announced and they started to do these depositions, A lot of people are asking, can Nancy Pelosi peel off any Republicans? And I think um, in this final impeachment vote. But I think increasingly the question is becoming, does she lose
2: more Democrats? Because Republicans have really sort of um, unified behind the president. And although two Democrats voted against the impeachment inquiry rules that they voted on a couple weeks ago, you know, we are hearing behind the scenes there are more moderates who are getting cold feet.
1: That is really interesting. Uh, I think that's the most likely thing to happen now. They've had one full House vote, and was it two Democrats crossed the aisle? But there were still plenty of Democrats with the majority to move forward with the impeachment inquiry. I think it's going to go from 2 to 10, 15 in some of those uh, more moderate districts. And so they actually went the wrong direction. After having the hearings, they went backwards instead of forward in terms of convincing people. How does that look politically? And then you've got this. Alan Dershowitz, who has made a lot of enemies among his friends in the last several months, as he, in his mind, is standing up for what is uh, honesty, intellectual honesty. In this, he's a Harvard law professor. He's a liberal. He voted for Hillary Clinton. He he uh, he was on all the talk shows talking uh, up Hillary Clinton. He can't stand Trump, but he says there's no crime there. Constitutional scholar Alan Dershowitz claimed Democrats are running an illegitimate impeachment process and that President Trump does not deserve to be removed from office. I am a Democrat, Dershowitz said Thursday. I'm on the side of Donald Trump on this issue, though. Um, This article lays out what is happening. I voted for Hillary Clinton, but because I believe in the Constitution more than I believe in partisan politics, I'm letting you know what I think. Dershowitz said both Democrats and Republicans have misused the power of impeachment over the years, but Democrats have no case against Trump. The Constitution dictates a high crime or misdemeanor must have taken place in order to remove a sitting president from office. There's no crime there. You can argue that maybe there is an abuse of the foreign policy, but there's no crime there. Dershowitz lamented a chorus of former federal prosecutors prosecutors on cable television who are interpreting the current impeachment proceedings in a politically convenient way. They're just partisan political operatives or spokespeople who make the law come out the way they want it to, he said. I've become very unpopular among my liberal friends because I'm telling it the way I've always told it. They're just partisan political operatives. There is no crime there. So that's Alan Dershowitz, Harvard Law, Hillary Clinton supporter, his view of impeachment. Now I've heard law professors who believe just the opposite. You certainly haven't convinced all of them, and as we just heard, you haven't convinced more you haven't convinced more people in the House that Trump should be booted. You actually have less people that tr- think Trump sh- should be booted when you have the actual vote, which is pretty damned interesting. Then how the Senate handles it, I have no idea. Does uh, Does McConnell slow-walk it and make it last as long as possible to keep Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders off the campaign trail through the whole month of January leading up to the caucuses? Boy, that's going to be quite the political mover then. And then if Ruth Bader Ginsburg croaks, then who knows where we are. She's out of the hospital as of yesterday, and I think she's fine and robust. She's probably good for another 10, 15 years. Um, but who knows? Uh, more on the way on the Armstrong and Getty show.
2: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty show.
1: Scientists are working to develop advanced ultra-black materials that are so dark, they absorb 99% of all light. Oh, sure, but when I try to develop ultra-black material, I'm booed at the Apollo. <laughs> 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 That's a good joke. How about the other one? The maker of M&M's announced a new vegan chocolate candy made with a plant-based alternative. So I guess the real news here is that apparently regular
0: M&M's are made with meat. m
2: we have...
1: I didn't like the musical guest in Saturday Night Live, thought it was too sexual.
0: I've
3: never heard would never heard of her before. That I never a, heard her uh, before
1: i do not know if you saw her second song where she was super scantily clad and grinding on that microphone pole. No, that was but just, I'm going to check it out that after was, the show. That was just a stripper act. That's all that was. <laughs> that was just a stripper act. Oh, wow. That was, Rudy liked it. Rudy Giuliani liked it. <laughs> Context for that Rudy clip coming up in Marshall's News. Um, speaking of Saturday Night Live, though, uh, resident nutcase, and he'd call himself that, um, who uh, regularly appears on Saturday Night Live and his name escapes me. <laughs> tall, skinny guy with a drug problem. Oh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson, there you go. Sometimes I add adjectives thinking the name is going to pop into my head, and it didn't that time. Pete <laughs> Davidson, who's been on Saturday Life for quite a while, and remember, he was engaged to Ariana Grande. Nobody thought it would last. It didn't. Rebounded with Kate Beckinsale, I believe, yeah, for a couple hockey games. Who's like 50 years old yeah. and a hottie from back in the early 90s. But, um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but he's, what is he, 24? And he, um, he, he, after he split up with Ariana Grande, he sent out some tweets that sure sounded like he was going to kill himself and people were worried about him. He's been in and out of rehab. He, he's talked about his own mental illnesses and that sort of stuff. His new girlfriend is 18 and you child uh, happens to be the daughter of, speaking of uh, 50-year-old hotties, uh, Cindy Crawford, one of the most famous models in the history of the world from the early 90s, her daughter, who looks just like Cindy Crawford looked like back then, to give you an idea, is now dating Pete Davidson. God, she they can't be happy with that. 18 years old and dating train wreck of a life Pete Davidson. So, we'll see how that turns out. And, dude, I mean, come on. You're young, and you know, but come on. Do you have to go with the 18-year-old? She's, she's, she's barely an adult. Dude, don't ruin her life, okay? Just don't ruin her life. Uh, we got this text, and I don't usually respond to all these kind of texts, but I thought this would this one I would. Last segment we were talking about, and I'll tell you where I got my information, by the way, as I'm about to be criticized on the text line. I got this information from all your lefty talk shows yesterday with the almost entirely lefty panels saying this conversation is going on within the Democratic Party of are they going to take impeachment completely seriously, or is it just a political tool to damage Trump? Because if they're going to take it completely seriously, they need to try to compel Rudy Giuliani, John Bolton, uh, former chief of staff, or current chief of staff, uh, Mulvaney, to testify. So we got this text. Have truths and lies, and you guys are lying if you don't mention that Trump won't let them testify. How do you guys sleep after such a sham of a segment? The fact is that you know that the Trump subpoenas are optional. He has no, um, the fact that if you know Trump subpoenas are optional, it has no meaning. Well, the subpoenas might not be optional. That's not been known. That has not been tested yet in the courts. Here's the deal. The Trump White House is not allowing those people to testify. That's a common thing for presidents to do. Barack Obama did the same thing in the Fast and Furious case. It's more of an executive branch versus Congress defining the lines of power between co-equal branches thing. And I actually think that if the Democrats subpoenaed these people and they fast-tracked it to the Supreme Court, I think the Supreme Court would make Rudy Giuliani show up in an impeachment hearing. I think they would. I think they say, no, you don't get executive privilege on this. I think uh, Mulvaney and Bolton would have to testify. But it's going to take a while, and that would be inconvenient to the Democrats as it would get further and further down the road. It's harder to make the argument for impeachment when you're nine months away from a presidential election. It's harder to have some of your top candidates campaigning if they're there in the Senate. So, yeah, I I think what Trump is doing is normal for a president, and I think he would lose in the Supreme Court if he got challenged. That's my belief. I also think, as I've said, I think he did try to hold up the president of Ukraine for a personal favor to help him in, a, in an election, which I don't think is cool. I also don't think it's an impeachable offense and he shouldn't be booted out of office. Just my opinion. So I can sleep well at night with that segment because I How think those do are you all fine. Sleep th- well. Oh, you just think, answered that. I think Never those mind. are all fine things to say. And again, I got my information from the lefty shows and the lefty panelists. Some in the Democratic party say, no, no, let's not move this fast track. This let's make Giuliani and Bolton come in, which I think would probably be a good idea especially ethically. Um, What do you got coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? I'll jump to you early so I can All move right. on to something well, else.
0: There is word they are fast-tracking impeachment. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Working through the holiday. Yeah, see, I, I understand that maneuver, too, is they want to get it
1: out of the way as early as possible yeah. so they don't have this weirdness with two of their leading candidates sitting in Washington, D.C. for a month
0: leading up to the, the Iowa caucus. And, of course, we're going to be revisiting Rudy Giuliani's rather weird comments over the weekend and some possibly bad news for any of you Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade fans. Coming up.
1: Okay. Um, I usually watch at least some of that with my kids. I'll, I look forward to your news. Oh, one other thing on the on the whole impeachment thing yes. and the timing of it, um, whether you fast-track it or not, I uh, I heard one um, analyst say, and I absolutely agree with him, You have the vote now, the Senate does their thing, and then say, like, January 17th, they vote, and they uh, they acquit. It's over. I don't think there's anybody who's will have their vote informed come next November on impeachment. By then, that'll seem like such old news. The way our news cycle goes now, the whole impeachment thing will seem like it happened 10 years ago by the time we get to next November and the voting. So I'm just not sure it's going to leave a mark either way. It won't help him or hurt him.
0: I think by the time they get around to voting in January, it'll seem like ten years ago. I, that I think, might be one reason they're fast
1: tracking yes. it. Is that if you push it off, yeah. people
0: are going to say, "Are we still talking about that? Right. What do
1: you Ukraine something? I don't even remember." Because just our attention spans are so mm-hmm. short. Yep. Some new thing. Trump will do something else. We'll be on to a new scandal here in the next in the next week. It'll seem weird that we're voting on the right. old scandal. <laughs> God, it's a whirlwind uh, pace we got going. No doubt about it. Uh, Marshall's News on on the way in just a little bit, and we'll move on to some other things on the Armstrong and Getty show. And i got to kill five more seconds. How about with some soft chew? How's that sound? Uh, that doesn't translate on the radio
3: Not very well. You're right. You're
1: right.
2: <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when
1: does Trump do the pardoning of the turkeys? That's one of my favorite presidential things that ever happens. Um, Barack Obama was the best at pardoning right. uh, George W. Bush was a good at it too. Yeah. they were always funny but somebody tweeted out don't pardon the turkeys feed them to the hero dog that'd be hilarious <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> take that Navy SEAL dog and let him chase the turkeys around and eat them I'm for Barbaric. that <laughs> oh, God. speaking of uh, George W. Bush if you'd like to feel old if you're of a certain age this will uh, make a mark Barbara Bush and Jenna Bush, the Bush twins. It's their birthday today. Right. They're 38.
0: Wow. They're almost 40. Wow.
1: If you're of an age when you remember them being, you know, kids. Right. Um, Like it was yesterday, they're almost 40 now. Also a birthday over the weekend. Miley Cyrus turned 27. Her voice, she sounds like she's 70, but... She's Why do you Netflix. say that? Hey, yeah, I'm 27 now. And, and That's Miley, fantastic.
0: Miley's one of those people who, it seems like she's been around forever already. Yeah, well, she's a child star. I've been in this business a long time. i <laughs> <No> kidding. <laughs> I could tell you some stories, Jack. News. Hi,
1: I'm Miley Cyrus. You're a delicate flower, aren't you? Uh,
3: That's right.
1: Uh, news now with Marsha
0: Phillips. Well, looks like a fast track setting up. Lawmakers are in their Thanksgiving week recess, but the work on impeachment is going on in the offices of the White House Intelligence Committee. After five days of the hearings, Intel Committee staffers are not taking a break. Instead, they are busy drafting a final report for the Judiciary Committee. The panel would then be responsible for pulling up the formal articles of impeachment against President Trump. Now, we were talking about, you know, back in the day when a lot of us worked Thanksgiving because we were on the lower rungs of the ladder. I guess as a Washington staffer, you're on the lower rungs of the ladder.
1: Yeah, I've heard that. Um, We were talking with Mark Halperin, political analyst, earlier. And he, um, he said, and I absolutely agree with him, Nancy Pelosi's kicking herself. Oh, yeah. She knows her instincts were right. I knew it. I knew this was a bad idea. I can't believe I got talked into it. If she had a time machine, she'd she'd go back and change her mind. Because it ain't playing out the way she wanted.
0: Meanwhile, President Trump's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, stirring the pot during an interview on Fox over the weekend when Ed Henry asked him
2: if he might be worried the president would turn on him. I've seen things written like, he's going to throw me under the bus. Right. When they say that, I say, he isn't, but I have insurance.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have insurance and then a short laugh. And Ed Henry also asked Rudy, Are you afraid, Mr. Mayor, that you could be indicted? Oh, wow. How, awful,
2: how oh, long, long have you long known over. me, Ed? I've known you several years. Uh, you think I'm afraid? I, I'm the one I don't know the, I you, asking I get the afraid. questions here, Rudy. <laughs> well, the, I did the right thing. I, I represented my client in a very, very effective way. I was so effective that I discovered um, a pattern of corruption that the Washington press right. has been covering up um, for three or four
1: years. Um, who couldn't control Rudy? There, um... there you go. <laughs> so back to that first thing, yeah. the, the 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 insurance policy. Right. So do we, do, we, do we
0: think we know what that is now? Well, according to his uh, Twitter account, he uh, went on Twitter and said, the statement I made several times about having an insurance policy if thrown under the bus is sarcastic, and it really relates... To the files in my safe about the Biden family's four decades of monetizing his office. You, you see, if it's
3: sarcasm, then it's not really relating to anything real because it's sarcasm. So to claim it's sarcasm and it's relating to this real thing that I have in my safe makes
1: me think it's not. I also don't understand. No. The question is Are you afraid the president will throw you under the bus and he says, No, I've got files on Biden? How does that help you?
0: I... I've got no idea with Rudy. He goes on to say in that tweet if I disappear, it will immediately, uh, it will appear immediately along with my Rico chart. Enrico, again, outlining, you know, uh, usually a a mafia-type organizational setup.
3: I thought our texter had a really good point, that it seemed like just a a bad dad joke of, oh, even if I get hurt from being thrown under the bus, I've got good insurance and the doctors will fix me up.
1: That seemed like a good explanation, but uh, but that
0: clearly wasn't in, I guess. Rudy needs to hire our text line as his (laughs) messaging department (laughs) to handle these blow-ups. Former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg is running for president, among other things, making his health plan known through his new campaign video. Everyone
2: without health insurance is guaranteed to get it, and everyone who likes theirs can go ahead and keep it.
0: There you go. He uh, has... You can trust me
1: because I'm whispering. He's spent more money than anybody has in the history of TV advertising, and he's going to bypass all the early states, thinks he can jump in on Super Tuesday when half of the delegates will be up for auction. Uh, nobody's ever done it that way and been successful. We'll see. I, I don't like his chances.
0: Rudy, or not Rudy, Bloomberg says he will not accept donations and will self-fund the campaign, which means he is not going to be on the debate stage.
1: Right. So he's not going to
0: be in any debates.
1: He's only going to reach voters through
0: TV ads. Yeah, and We'll see. It's like when
3: in high school when I tried to just show up on test days and pass the class. Yeah.
0: Now, I know one of the favorite things about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade for a lot of you are the Grand Balloons. That's absolutely Snoopy and SpongeBob. A cold front is expected to move into the New York area, bringing with it high winds that could force authorities to stop the balloons from flying. If
1: there are no balloons, you got nothing. you got nothing but Al Al Roker and the star of some sitcom you've never heard of.
0: That's going to be
3: a rough parade. There was supposed to be a parade here. Tell me about All in the Kitchen.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> the new series on ABC. All right, as far as Sunday night football. Touchdown San Francisco. Niners now 10-1 and after they crush the Packers 37-8 in Santa Clara. And that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience
3: of the nation. 49ers in possession of one of the most stifling defenses that I've seen since I've been watching football. Oh, really? It's no a kidding. Really good
1: defense. Well, see, I, I, I was completely unaware of that I don't, I don't follow sports anymore. But, um, cool. Defense wins championships, Sean. I don't know if you're aware of that.
3: That's what they say, Jack. Back um, to you. Yeah. <laughs> Is it rest Back or you. rust, you decide. So, Your calls
1: next. So, how many games into the season are we? Uh. Ten? I think they're nine and one now. Yeah. yeah. No, ten and one. Oh, yeah, ten and so one. Eleven. That makes yeah, eleven, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so we got, uh, by my math, five to go. Right. <laughs> so uh, there you go. Fantastic. Uh, how does your brain react to music? Science uh, weighs into that. How your doctor should handle good news or bad news? Interesting article I came Ooh. across over the weekend. Lead with a joke. And I've had some experience with that myself. So all those things on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Here's my plan for health care. No copay, no out-of-pocket. The only thing that comes out of my pocket are tissues, receipts, loose cough drops, a movie stub for Florence Foster Jenkins, which was, a uh, so-so. <laughs> And, of course, the little button in the baggie that comes with the pants. (laughs) Most people throw it out. Do yourself a favor. Hold on to it. You never know.
1: (laughs) That's Larry David doing his Bernie Sanders on Saturday Night Live. God dang it, that's funny. A couple of loose cough drops. (laughs) He's an old man, you see, is the joke there. Uh, Bernie dancing over the weekend saw that video a bunch of times trying to show him being robust and not a guy who had a heart attack a couple of weeks ago. So There you go. Um, Oxford has named its word of the year breaking with tradition. They named all their words of the year from one category. As everybody, including dictionaries, have to become political activists of some sort. In a break from precedent, the Oxford Dictionary Company released an all-environmental words-of-the-year list. So their new words are climate action, climate denial, eco-anxiety are all going into the dictionary. I uh, uh,
3: Multiple beeves with that. Those are all multiple words. Climate emergency. Yeah.
1: uh, Most of them are multiple words. I don't know. It's just... Phrases of the year? (sighs) I'm quibbling.
3: Yeah. Please. You're wearing me out. No, chrysanthemum, didn't, you know, uh, onomatopoeia, that's a good word.
1: (laughs) Whatever that means. Uh, And I came across this over the weekend. I hope this isn't too grim a topic, but I thought it was interesting, and I've lived it, and I've talked about it before, and it's one of my uh, few crusades, or as Joe would say, a jihad. This this might be one of my jihads uh, in the medical world. Headline in the New York Times, A doctor gave me false hope about my dad's cancer survival and made his death much more devastating, the long and short of it being pretty obvious from the headline that in in this person's opinion, the doctor gave a rosier view of um, of dad's health than was real and thought things were getting better. And then when it turned out, he died. I thought, well, why didn't you tell me it was this bad all along? And my experience of going through cancer was this. You, you do a test. And then you go in for the results. You got one thing on your mind. One. And I don't think in any way am I not like everybody else on this. You got something wrong with you. You get tests done. You go in. You want to know one thing. Is it, am I going to die? And if so, when? Or is it getting better? That's the only thing on your mind. And every single time, I don't mean most of the time. I don't mean three quarters of the time. I mean every single time. With every doctor, every nurse, every everybody, they never get around to that. You have to ask for it. You go in for that meeting with one thing on your mind. How am I doing? Am I getting better? And they tell you a whole bunch of other stuff, and they never oh, get
3: around to the... It's just your progress is in the 17th percentile, and, according and they, to...
1: They never get around to the, am I going to die? And if so, when? They never get around to it. And so I... Made it very clear to a number of medical people. Look, I'm I I can handle it. I'm not going to fall apart if you say, you know, I would have thought it was getting better, but it's getting worse or anything. You know, you tell. I want to know. I've got kids. I got financial plans to make. I want to know exactly what's happening. And I had uh, one, at least one doctor who I really really like say, you know, I always feel like I'm kind of a cheerleader on these things that I I, I don't like giving bad news and I want to be a cheerleader. And I and I thought I don't I don't want a cheerleader. I just want you to tell me exactly. I even said to one doctor. I said, tell me exactly what you'd be thinking if you had the same situation as me. What would be on your mind as a doctor if you were in the same situation as me? Just tell me. Or if it was your own dad or your own wife, what would you be planning for? What would you be expecting to happen? Because it's really hard to get that information. I don't know if it's just a personality thing. Like the one doctor told me that he just he has trouble giving bad news. Or they, or if they, uh, I mean, there there have been studies done that show that, a positive attitude helps with recovery and health. So maybe they think they're doing the right thing from that standpoint, but it is so hard to get you. You sit around there for 45 minutes and talk about various things and uh, your next treatment and everything like, so I, how did my test come out? Oh, that was fine. Why didn't you tell me that right off the bat? That's why I came in here. That's the whole reason I'm here. The, I didn't hear a word you said for the previous 30 minutes. Cause in my mind, I'm waiting for the, your test was fine or it's not fine. Or we're going to need to do another lab or whatever. So, hey, medical community, in my opinion, don't be a cheerleader. Just tell people, you don't need to be grim. You don't need to be pessimistic, but just tell people exactly what's going on. I think that would be beneficial. Um, I don't know. I didn't get around to reading the Oracle to see. I don't know if so. Did you sue the doctor? Is that another thing that uh, if you, if doctors give you too pessimistic of you and you get better, do they get sued then? And somebody says,
3: I, I, I put it all on the roulette table. I thought I was going to die—that sort of
1: thing. Or you put me through a tremendous amount of stress, and it turned out I got better. Right, I, right. I I don't know because you always have to worry about the weird lawsuits and stuff. But ooh, trying to get trying to get a very um frank like uh, scientific evaluation of where you are is—you have to drag it out of people. And I would tell anybody like that: if you end up in that situation going in, you'll you'll have to work to get an evaluation. From what somebody said, and the valuation I got from one doctor, finally one cancer doctor was 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 pretty grim, and it continues to be uh, my situation of of my long term. But I'm glad he told me. I'd rather have that than not have that personally. Maybe I don't know. Maybe the rest of you are different. Maybe you'd rather not know. But um, it, it's worth being
3: aware of. There, either way, there should be you should be able to opt in to the cold hard truth, right? Like if you were yeah, the, I, I the often sort of person that, who doesn't want it, like you can opt out as well. Yeah,
1: I, I often thought that. Is there a box you can check for? I want blunt talk. I can handle it. I'll be okay. I want the most blunt assessment. Just just look at the science of it. Look at the charts. What do the charts say? Are the chances of me, you know, living five years or whatever based on this? Am I going in the right direction or the wrong direction? Which way are we trending? Yeah. yeah. A um, couple other stories that I guess I'll have to save till tomorrow. This The effect of music on your brain is pretty good. How rich people spend their free time is pretty good, and I want to give those all full shrift. At least where I live, the weather is going to be bad on Wednesday. We're not going anywhere. But man, oh man, getaway day, Wednesday before Thanksgiving, if the weather is bad, uh, either the, the traffic or going to the airport, oof. God help you. Hope it works out for you. It's worth the travel. I wish I wish I were going to be around family for Thanksgiving. I wish I was either going somewhere for more family or more family coming in, but I'm glad I'm not doing any travel. That Wednesday before Thanksgiving and a right. Sunday coming back.
3: Oof. I'm getting a rare, uh, rare chance to do Thanksgiving with my mom this year. She's typically out of town for business uh this week. She works in in, in retail in in many ways, in the you know big shopping day, so she's she's often busy. But she's going to be home this year, and I, I'm really looking forward to just spending some time with her. And will it just be the two of you? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to make a. I think we're going to do ham because uh, oh, I like
1: that too. My my oh, yeah, my, yeah. my parents did that yeah. now and then ham. Yeah, yeah. Because I like I like turkey fine, but I like steak and ham better.
3: A be nice <laughs> ham little honey cured ham oh yeah yeah Yeah.
1: i wish i had more family around for my kids but i grew up with the nuclear family only thanksgiving that's the way we did it because my dad was similar to me moved around to wherever he could find the best job and so we weren't close to people and it was just us mom dad and the three kids and i loved those thanksgivings they were are freaking fantastic so i guess i got to keep that in mind um my kids are still at the age where they don't like a lot of the food, so they kind of like sharing the enthusiasm in theory, but yeah. the actual meal, you know. And more great. for you. Gravy and turkey and that sort of stuff's not really their deal. Really? They just Wait around for the pie. Uh, gravy
3: and turkey, not their
1: deal. I know. Wow. I know. Wow. I, don't, I don't get it either. Uh, Final thoughts with a Yeah! I've told my kids, look, mashed potatoes is a kid's food. That's the sort of thing that, like, kids usually like. It's not adult food. God, I'm going to eat so much on Thursday. <laughs> I will have to lay down. That's my uh, me and I'm just Diane. Always uh, tweet out a picture of us laying on the floor on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm your host for Final Thoughts. Let's get a final thought from Michelangelo.
2: All right. Earlier in the show today, I accidentally cut off Jack in mid-sentence and went to commercials. Hanson said it was an accident and no big deal. But I wonder if years of resentment finally came to the surface. I'll go home. <laughs> have some hot cocoa, and take a good look at my mental state.
1: <laughs> it's going in your permanent file, no doubt about it. Let's get a final thought from Marshall Phillips.
0: Well, i got to tell you, I am very pleased after this last winning round, my scratcher fever has broken. I am returning to normal no more for 2019. So you're done
1: gambling for the year. Yes, But you means. might bring it back next year. That's possible. Any chance it's a New Year's resolution to not gamble? That's possible. Okay. For final thought here's a positive shown uh
3: last Friday I uh, may, perhaps even unbeknownst to you Jack I hijacked the Friday edition of the one more thing podcast talked about the uh, the the Mandalorian show on Disney mm. plus a little bit. Getting a ton of great response. I, I think the people have spoken. I think I may just need to hijack every Friday episode uh, from here on out.
1: That'd be cool. So you still digging that show? I know it's very popular. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really enjoying it, and it's it's a big change from the stuff that I usually watch. Where it's it's they're shorter episodes, really easy to watch, not heavy. They don't require background material reading to to, to enjoy it. It's right. it's,
1: it's fun. Um, by the way, at ArmstrongandGetty.com, we have our AG store where we got t shirts and uh, hoodies and all that sort of stuff. The Yo 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 T, the Punch Violence in the Face t shirt, the Cal Unicornia State Flag t shirt, uh, the Old Ketchup and Mustard logo t shirt. Check those out. We make great grifts. It's a great g- Gifts, not grifts. Us taking money from you is a grift. <laughs> yeah. You giving yeah. it hey, to King someone is a Freud. gift. Right. Yeah, no, no <laughs> kidding. Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> Wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. I, for one, am pretty happy there are no impeachment hearings going on this week while there is oh, still yeah. impeachment news. We will see tomorrow. God bless America.
2: You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and
0: 15 minutes.
2: <laughs> That's sad. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good.
3: And just... Change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll
2: be better tomorrow than
0: we were today. And we heard the words,
1: it's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so
0: we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? Are you afraid, Mr. Mayor, that you could be indicted? Oh, wow.
2: Uh, you think I'm afraid? I, I don't know. You think I get afraid? Armstrong and Getty.